Blog Talk Radio. everyone. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein, also called by some Helena Margareta. And I'm here with my show, A Wondrous World, for this world so full of wonders. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm going to be with you a little bit more often from now on. And you can call me up if you want uh, any time, and I will speak to you if you have a question. But I will not do any spiritual healings over the air for that simple reason that everything is channeled and it's a very private moment that I have with my clients and I don't want to share this with thousands of people and I don't think my client wants that either once they know what it involves. So anyway, this is the moment we are going to talk about happiness. Oh well, You know, A Proven Way to Increase Your Happiness is the title. And a little later, I will include a good, a really good Be Happy meditation towards the end, of course. So stay tuned. But now going back to the title again, A Proven Way. In many ways, I'm so tired of those titles, A Proven Way to Find Your Soulmate, A Proven way to be rich, a proven way to be successful. And yes, of course, there is a proven way, but those sentences are actually just very good marketing because that proven way is that we have to go back to what we're going to talk about today, that everything is going back to you and your state of mind. As you know, To be happy is, in many ways, up to you. And we're going to speak about that a little later. But first I want to talk a little about something else. And that's something that I find is kind of interesting. I'm going to talk about my stats, meaning that I have looked at the the words or what you call the uh, results where I have my listeners and how many there are. And I'm always surprised to find that I have listeners in countries that I have never visited, particularly like I saw Ghana. Do you know Ghana? Ghana is a country on the uh, west coast of uh, Central Africa. I have lots of listeners there, also in Nigeria. Wow, you know, I didn't know that, but thank you for listening. But... Of course, most of my listeners are in the United States. And I thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'd like to hear that because this is the country where I live and where I work. And I talk to you every day over Skype or over the telephone for my healing sessions. But, of course, I do the rest of the world also. But this time, talk about the stats. Lo and behold... And this is absolutely amazing. Most listeners to this show the last few weeks have been, now drum roll here, (laughs) 
has been South Korea. I can't believe it. South Korea. In South Korea, you're listening to my show and nowhere else in the world as much as you do. Thank you, thank you. This is a long way from home, and I'm so flattered. You know, I was wondering, why South Korea? Well, of course, you live under attention. And you, if anyone, would need love and light in your life. And you, if anyone, are the ones to, who should and really, I think, have the incentive to send love and light and lots and lots of it, lots of that healing white light to your neighbor. Please. And we are going to do it with maybe a united effort later on when we're going to do our healing uh, meditation. But thank you, Korea, for listening. And maybe I'll come and visit you one day. Then, of course, Hungary is also... United States, of course, on top of the list. But South Korea this time was above United States. And then comes the United States. And Hungary, you are there with a high number. Thank you for that. And Finland, thank you, I know that. United Kingdom, Holland, Italy, Russia. And Spain is new. I didn't have you on the list before. Well, it's open for everyone, but some countries show more listeners than others. And Sweden is, of course, just before the Philippines and Australia, of course, all English-speaking countries. So if you have any question uh, that I should bring up for later on on the show, or even privately, but on the show it's nice because it reaches and so many other people, Go to my website, which is Activeil, written A, C for Charles, T for Tom, I, V for Victor, A, L, E. I also call that website speakingtoyourheart.com, which is, of course, easier to understand. And I have a new site coming up soon on healing and healing alone, because this is what I do. And if I don't answer soon enough, please get back with me because I get a lot of mail. And sometimes also some mail emails don't get to me, particularly the Gmail one, uh, the uh, activeail at gmail.com. So I have another one, which is Dr. Helena Info, Dr. Helena Info, short for information, at Yahoo. Com. So you are welcome to write me. So now we can go back to the happiness. And um, we all have to admit it's very hard to be happy all the time. I would call it almost impossible to be happy all the time. If someone says, I'm happy all the time, I don't think I believe them because there are always moments when you are kind of disturbed in your happiness. It's very, very hard to be one thing all the time. It's like you shouldn't be unhappy all the time. That's not normal. It's not good for you. Actually, it's horribly bad for you. It can make you sick. It will attract bad things to you, and I mean that. 
because we are energy. All about happiness is to charge yourself with this wonderful energy called the white light. And then it's like a cause and effect. It kind of goes through your body all the time. But now, again, going back to that, you know, the way to be happy is a matter of choice. A choice of your actions. What you do with your day, with your life. It's a choice of your feelings. You might choose just to be angry with everyone. And you might choose to be irritated with everything around you. And I know that can be like, I'm very irritated when I have to stand in line. I really am quite allergic to that. But then stand in line and just allow that light to shine down over you. I notice more and more people who don't know what I really do. And after I have this bestseller book called The White Light, an un, a limitless reality, the white light, a limitless reality, and it's a bestseller. So once you have, they have seen that title, they start to ask me, what, what is the white light? And I say, that's the original power, that's the God energy within you. Well, in the Scandinavian countries, we have a word that is fantastic, and it's called urkraft, which is that oldest of power, that original power, that is creation. That creation is the God power, and that lives within each one of us. And I say that time after time, that is what it says in the Bible to be created in the image of God. I'm not going to mention God again, I don't think. So don't turn off. (laughs) I'm not a religious person. I'm very spiritual. And the difference between the two is tremendous. It's like black and white. Spirituality is on one side of the stick. Religion is on the other side of the stick. Did you get that? Spirituality is your own connection to that higher power. And religion is that you follow the rules set by a group of people who said, now we are, for instance, Baptists, or we are Catholic. And they have set those rules, and you have to get together with them and meet in a particular building, and they say what they believe, and you have to follow what they are saying, otherwise you're not one of them. In spirituality, you don't have that. You're totally free. And I'm a very free person. And you know that if you're listening to my shows. I say anything I want. (laughs) I mean that. I say what I feel in my heart is the right thing to say. Also, I'm a Sagittarius. And those of you who, who know about the horoscope, and the signs of the horoscopes, of the the astrological signs, you know that Sagittarius are very free and liberated and outspoken and artistic and truth-loving. So anyway, now to be happy, 
at Christmas. And I had a man who spoke to me the other day, and he said, oh, I hate Christmas. I have all the families getting together, and they sit there and eat and laugh and have a good time with the grandchildren. And I said, again, it's a state of mind. You can be unhappy if you want to, but start to do something good then for Christmas. And this man had a lot of money. He could darn well go out and buy toys, wrap them up, and go and give them to those who don't have the money to buy toys for their children. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, when I was uh, younger uh, and I had a little bit uh, too much time on my in my day, I actually walked around hospitals uh, and to visit people who never had visitors. And I would bring them flowers. And I know one woman, she wanted me to bring a bottle of whiskey. Uh, in the beginning I did, but then she wanted whiskey all the time. And I thought, my God, how much does this woman drink in the hospital? I was told that she could have the, the alcohol. Her nurse had said so, but there are limits. So anyway, but it made me feel good to go and visit those people because I had this bad time. And it made me good to buy them some flowers because no one had given them flowers. So you can do something with your life, and that is a good way to feel happy and to feel that someone wants you and needs you. And believe me, when families get together over Christmas, it's not always rosy. (laughs) I have to laugh because I hear so many stories. Of course, I get together with my family now when it comes to just being with child and grandchildren. Oh, it's so easy. We really have a wonderful time. But when, you know, you have husbands and they have children and children for many wives, for instance, then it's very hard to have a very nice Christmas in harmony. And, of course, there are difficulties that arise. And uh, that is what you see a lot. So if you don't have that family life, just be grateful. And someone said, oh, I have nothing to be grateful about. And I said, my God, what did you do this morning? Oh, I just got up and turned on television. I went into the shower. And I said, hey, listen, you got up. You could get out of bed. Isn't that fantastic? Do you know how many people who would love to be able to get out of bed? And you have a TV in your bedroom. You know, most people don't have that. And have a shower. How many people have that? Well, we don't compare ourselves with our neighbors, but compare yourself with humanity on this planet. There aren't that many fancy places around. And if you can even listen to this show, you, are, you belong to those privileged few with a computer. And you have hearing. And you have a screen, and you have eyes to see that screen. And you also have an inner screen. Hey, what am I talking about, you wonder? No, that is your vision that you have for yourself. And you're in, on your inner screen, you can create that picture you would like to have for happiness. And once you start to imagine and let that flow through you, you will start to see that, 
oh, maybe I should spruce up my house a little bit. Maybe I should buy myself a Christmas tree. I didn't do that because I'm alone. No, get everything you can. And do you know, if you say, oh, I have no money for that, do you know what I say to that? Some of the most miserable people I have met have been multi-millionaires in dollars. So stop complaining. Money is not synonymous with happiness. Okay? Money doesn't make happy. And I think your good health should be the number one on your list. And that you have your eyesight and you have your hearing and you can use both hands and you can use both legs. If you belong to that privileged crowd, be darn grateful. And if you are someone who's listening, and I know you're there too, you don't have the power of your legs, for instance, and you don't have the power of maybe your eyesight, I know you are still able to be happy, and you probably are, because those who are a little bit have lost something, they are very willing to replace it with something just as good or almost as good or more of those almost as good. So there are ways, and I can speak this way because I've been in some kind of rotten places (laughs) and I have to laugh and that's the way to be, you know. If you've been down, no. Or if you are down, no, that is not forever. It really, really isn't. No, it is your state of mind. And this is your mindset. This is where your true choice lives. It's not always the choice of others that should decide your life or of those who rule this world. Some of you live in places where you have maybe a very strange uh, rulership. But it's your choice to make your day a happy day. Whatever you are feeling about your surroundings. And if you're unhappy in your marriage, you feel, oh God, this is so miserable and this Christmas is going to be so miserable with this horrible family or this horrible spouse. No. Make it nice for you. Even now, ladies, if if your husband doesn't appreciate Christmas and he likes to be kind of to ruin Christmas for everyone, don't bother. Make it still a very, very good Christmas for you. Make a beautiful table. Decorate it. Decorate the house for you. And, you know, don't expect that other people are going to praise you. And this is what I see in some families. You have someone in the family who's just gone out of her way to decorate and make pretty. And no one says thank you. And I know lots of you are going to bring that up with your family later on over Christmas. She will say, God, I, I did all this for you and no one has even noticed. And you haven't even said thank you. Do it for you. Make you happy. And if it takes a little effort to put that bow up, do it for you. 
emptiness wonderful to please oneself. That's not selfish. You are a creation of this wonderful heaven. You deserve a nice life. So start to make it for yourself, at least now until you found a better way. So every moment of your day, you have the choice to make it a good day or a terrible day or just a blah day. Or you can make it this miserable day. And sometimes you might feel, oh, I want to make it miserable. But do just for the minute to get it out of your system and then come back and cover everything up with the white light. Because happiness does involve you and how you think and feel about your life. Everything is a choice. Your choice. As it is my choice. And I said so probably 6,000 times during these past years of this show. And I think I run this show for at least 10 years. Is it that? I've forgotten. But it's been a long, long, long time. And I said that over and over. And still people don't believe it. And if I say it, they say, I've heard that. And I say, so why don't you know it? Why don't you do it? Why don't you practice it? Instead of saying you know that. Because once you don't do it, you don't know it. And right now, during these days of celebrations, we have Christmas around us right now. So many out there are sad and unhappy. But you can make it a choice to be a good time. Christmas time. It's a very busy time for me. And those who enjoy their single lives, to be single that is, sadly miss the presence of a family and children and toys and all that. And they're depressed and turn it into a time of gloom and sadness. And I feel for you. And I've had feelings like that through the years when I've been in situations. But, you know... Nothing is forever. Nothing of that gloom is forever. You can still make it a choice to make this a wonderful Christmas. Go out and buy yourself a present. Wrap it. Buy yourself a little Christmas tree. I remember the first time I was alone for Christmas. And I'd like to share it with you because it's kind of cute. And it just shows how things can change. I was studying in Paris um, for a little while, and during that time I had um, a little apartment. I don't think I can call it the apartment. It was so small, probably a studio, but it was on top of a building. And uh, it had a fantastic porch overlooking all the roofs of Paris. Can you believe for a student? It was small. <laughs> it was like only a few yards in each direction. But it was really cute. And I was engaged to this Frenchman who lived with his family. He was a student too. And uh, they lived in this beautiful, big apartment close to the opera. And anyway, we broke up before Christmas. And we had planned for Christmas, we were going to be with his family, we were going to spend Christmas the usual French way with that enormously 
glamorous meal around midnight with champagne and oysters and laughter and everything else. So I told my family I was going to stay in Paris for Christmas and spend it with the family of my fiancé, and everything was fine. And we broke up. And, of course, I was devastated. I don't know if he broke up or I broke up. It was just like something that happened. And But I was very upset about it for a few days. And then came Christmas, and I already could see how I missed out on Christmas. But then the day before Christmas Eve, and being Swedish, we celebrate Christmas Eve more than anything in the whole year. Uh, and in my family, we used to start the day with, with this Christmas breakfast uh, with all kinds of Christmas breads and cookies and to that we would have milk chocolate with or chocolate with whipped cream. Only talking about that nowadays makes me kind of roll over and feel sick but in those days those you know, all that sweet stuff and whipped cream and everything, it was just the dream, that's what we were all looking forward to and was presented so nicely, you know, uh, on the table and, and with, oh God, it was just, and decorations. It was just very pretty. And I tried and I decided the day before Christmas Eve to kind of recreate that little Christmas breakfast table in my little studio. And of course, in France, you only had like pastries and croissants and so on. That was fine. And I got myself a few of those and a few candles and some red flowers and put up a little table. Well, that's what I had in that little place. And came Christmas morning, I had my chocolate and a few of those pastries and felt, oh, this is Christmas. And I had a tape recorder, and I played some Christmas tape. And I said kind of, oh, but this is nice. My first Christmas away from home all by myself. I was making the best of the situation. And then I decided to go out for my walk, which we did also in Sweden. Uh, you know, I suppose you needed that after that heavy breakfast because during the afternoon we would have that big Swedish board with all those fantastic foods again. And after that, we would have Christmas Eve with, with Santa Claus and presents and for everyone and Christmas tree and everything. And we would drink various kinds of alcohol, usually this hot red wine, which was, again, a tradition. And some people spiked it up with vodka and was very, you know, I never really liked it much because uh, I, I like certain things, but not too strong and not hot alcohol. Anyway, I passed that. So now I was going out for my for my walk, and when I came back home, I met one of my neighbors, uh, also a student who lived somewhere in the building. And uh, we had a conversation. He said, where is your fiancé? And I said, oh, well, he's not there anymore. He said, well, you know, I'm invited to a party tonight, a true French party with the beautiful foods and the champagne and the oysters. Why don't you come too? And I said, yeah, yes. And I had the dress. I had everything ready for that type of celebration. And I went to the party with him, met new people, and had a wonderful time. That was a matter of choice from the beginning. 
And now I attracted the good things coming to me. And that's what I say about you. If you have the right mindset, you attract good things. So start to charge yourself with that good energy and begin to feel that, no, I can make this a good day. I can make Christmas my special celebration. So um, you have that choice all the time. Or I would tell you another Christmas uh, when I uh, had uh, been, I was a widow. This was well, the first time I was widowed from my English husband. I went back to my family in Sweden and celebrated with them. But for my second husband, uh, my German husband, after he had been killed in a car accident, I uh, decided to do it a different way. I didn't want to be with anyone for that Christmas because Christmas to us had been kind of very sacred and a very beautiful celebration. And I wanted to kind of go back a little bit into that. And it was okay because my year of mourning was still active. So it was still there. It was just a few months after he had passed on. So I felt it was okay to do that. So I just told everyone, no, I'm going to be with friends, which I was not. (laughs) I was going to be at home with my candlelight and my Christmas tree and with my husband, who was now in spirit. And I wanted to have that quiet time and kind of put an end to that. This was the time we'd had together. And this was just the end of an era. And I made it that way. So now I say thank you. But now, thank you for the time that we've had together. Now I'm going to move on. And I did start to move on after that too. But you know, to be alone at times is very valuable. So if you have that feeling that, no, I want to be alone, I think that's wonderful. Just to find your inner self a little bit. In fact, you will find your higher self. Also, and what is the higher self? That is that part of you that's beyond the physical and beyond the limitation. That is the place within you that knows all and sees all. That is your inner light. Yes. So start to get the connection with that inner light. And once you find that connection with your inner light, your life will be so much easier. Yes. So much easier at all times because you're never alone. It's really true. You're never alone when you are together with the light because the light is truly, truly your best friend. You can meet anywhere at all because the light is there for you. The light doesn't need to have a special setup in a particular building or or a particular garden or you must have candles and incense around you and flowers. No, you don't need all that. The light is everywhere where you are. 
Remember that. The light is your very, very best friend. And it's completely with you at all and every time, wherever you are. Particularly if you have problems of some kind. That is the time when you can find the light. And it will be there for you. So remember that. That will never go away. Although we at times feel that, oh no, it's not here for me. And I say, that's the life within you. It's your life force. That is what makes you stand up. That's what makes you open your eyes in the morning. And if you can't open your eyes, it's still that, the, that power that makes you breathe in the daytime. It is the power all that is. In all this, we're going back to free will. I'm sure you've heard of free will. And it can be something that, you know, you even have in religion. But it is your power to choose what you prefer to have in your life. It is the possibility or the possibilities you have to make your life a special life. So it is a way, actually, free will, just a way to increase your happiness. Because you can choose then between different courses of action. It's up to me what is going to be. We can say that in many ways everything is predestined for us in the big picture. In a way it is, but in a way it's not. Because you have the free will to change it along the way. You, each one of us, you and I, we're still responsible for us, you and me, in our own ways to make this a good day. I know myself, I could have been, you know, when my first husband died, I lost all will to live. I didn't feel I don't want this life anymore. But again, I saw that now, maybe this is worthwhile living. But it had to come from me. I had to make that step into the future. Who can do that for me? And I have so many out there who blame their mothers. Mothers? Mothers are trying so hard. It's hard to be a mother. And, you know, you don't get, like, uh, a course in school how to be a mother. It's very hard. And kids are terribly hard to have sometimes. (laughs) You know, I'm very realistic. I love kids. I love my family, for instance. I just had a wonderful conversation with a teenage grandson last night for hours. And we spoke about everything. And I'm so glad to be able to be there for them. And this is what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to be there for the children if they're ours or not. So if you have no children, I'm sure you can do something about You can go out and find people whom you can help. Because we all need someone helping us. I'm so grateful that I, during my life, have had people who have come to me 
and said the right things at the right times. Not always the nicest things, you know, not like consolation, but could have been, oh, pull yourself together, you know. And sometimes you need that too. You need to be kicked in the butt just to wake up and do things. So, uh, again, it's up to me what's going to be. And so don't blame anyone else for not being happy. And don't blame yourself. I had someone also told me this a few days ago. Oh, you know, if I hadn't had those abortions, I would have those children around me right now. Well, who knows if they would have been there with you. They might have been in jail, (laughs) you know, because you had no money at the time. And it was very hard to have a child, you know, as a single woman years ago. Well, it's still very, it's always very hard. But it was even harder before. And who knows, you might have given them up for adoption also. So who knows, who knows if you've been friends even today. No, don't have regrets. Just look at you as being someone who is connected to that higher power called I am the light, and that power lives within you right now. Yes, it truly, truly does live within you right now. You are so relaxed, so very, very relaxed. And you know that you are the extension of that universal power called the white light. You can do a lot of things. You are wonderful. You are beautiful. And right now I'm going to do the meditation I have announced earlier. And I have uh, thanking uh, Stephen Halpen, the one who's done more new age music than anyone else in the world, I would think. At least he was the first one in the world to start this wonderful type of music. And I have his kind permission to use his CD, Gifts of the Angels, for my background music. I hope you can hear it because uh, I couldn't put it into the actual program of the show. It was there before, but then it came off and I don't know how to put it back. So I hope you can hear it the way I'm doing it. And again, I'm Helena Steiner-Hornstein. You can buy my meditations from my web page, speakingtoyourheart.com or activeail.com. I have lots of beautiful meditation on CDs, and you can order them, and I send them to you. So now, begin to relax and relax and relax. You close your eyes and you feel that within you there is this place called I am the light. I am the light. And you go deeper and deeper within you. Deeper still. Yes. Within you, you can feel that power of something good and wonderful in your chest area. And that power within you is called I am the light. 
I am the white light. It is your best friend. You imagine yourself far, far away in a place where you have never been before. It's nighttime, and you look way up high, and you see a sky filled with stars and stars and stars, countless twinkling stars way up in the sky, and you feel your body is relaxing, your feet, your legs. You take a deep breath as your body is getting more and more relaxed. You stretch your shoulders, and now you rest your body. And you take another deep breath. Your eyes are closed. And you smile because you decide at this moment to be in the light. You have a shiny light within you, in your chest area. And now, That light shines from your chest out in your arms and makes your arms and hands feel so strong and powerful. And the light shines down into your body, into your legs, all the way down into your feet. And now once the light is shining through your feet. Those rays of the light are connecting with the energy of Mother Earth. And now Mother Earth sends this flow of love back through your system. And you feel totally, totally relaxed and at ease with yourself. You smile. You are so grateful right now for being able to hear these words because each word has an energy. It's a metaphor and an energy that goes to that place in your body where it is needed the most. And suddenly, you have a feeling that you are opening up to something more. And at that moment, you look up in the sky and way up in the sky, Way, way up in the sky, you see this one star. And that one star, you feel the connection with that one star because it's your star. It's your star. And now that star is beginning to grow and grow and grow. And it turns into one big 
globe of shiny light. And now it opens up and a river of light is going is flowing through the sky and is coming towards you. This river of white, wide light is coming down over you and you stand in this wide ray of shiny light and the light is going in through your pores, in through your brain cells and I'm brushing you off so more and more of that light is entering your physical body. And now, more of that light is entering your thoughts. And you relax and feel, yes, yes, yes. I'm so grateful right now for what I have. So very, very grateful for your freedom within you. And now that light that's coming to you is multiplying and multiplying and you begin to send light to those people or that person or that country that you feel would need healing. And we all send that to that place and to those people because we are still part of that same universe and we all have that core light within you. Let's send light to those troubled people and those troubled places in the world where we would like to see a healing for Christmas or whatever season you are celebrating. Know that it's a matter of heart. It's a matter of feelings. You are so relaxed now. So very, very relaxed. And it's going deeper and deeper and deeper in through you and into you. I am a spiritual being. I am a spiritual being. And I have found myself this life to improve it. And when I have improved it, I shall enjoy it. And I share my joy with others. You are in a situation of free will. And at this moment, you make a choice how your life is going to be a happier life, a good life, yes, even a better life. And you take a deep, deep breath. And you know now that happiness 
lives within you and you have the shiny light to use that light to create more light and more happiness and more good health within you. More good health within you. You are relaxed. So totally relaxed. I am a spiritual being. You know it now. You're sure of it now. At this moment, you enjoy gratitude. Yes, I know that I have more and more good fortune around me and within me. Yes, I know that this is so. You know that there is a good place within you, and that place is called I am the light. You are so relaxed. And you feel this power within you is shining from your heart all into every organ of your physical system. And those rays of love and light is shining through your hands to make your hands hands of action. You can do things. You can give with those hands. You can give what you feel like giving, something that makes you feel good. And now, the light from this beautiful universe is shining down over you, and more and more light. And now you spread out your hands, with the direction of forward and send that light, you forward the light that's coming to you, to those and to those places where you know that is a need of this light. People need this light to enter their lives, to enter their bodies. And you are now like a shiny, shiny light. Suddenly, I see that angel appearing. This is your angel. And you just kind of like that. It's between you and I and the angel. No one else needs to know. And we are in this moment of relaxation, of love and light, in a very, very big moment. Yes, this is a big moment of the shiny light. And this is a proven way 
to use that universal power that we all can use at all times. And if we can begin to send this power of light, you know the light can only work for the highest good. Yes, the light can only work for the highest good. For the good, if you don't use it for the highest good, you will be destroyed because that is the highest good. You have to use this power for the highest good, something to benefit everyone and to benefit you and your body and your surrounding and your mindset to increase your awareness and to be able to share this love with all and everyone. And now, slowly, slowly, when I count to seven, you are to come back to here and now. Number one, You're safe. One, two, three, four. You love the light. You trust the light. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And now you open your eyes again. Yes, you are so relaxed. So completely, completely relaxed. And you take a deep breath. Your eyes are open. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Your eyes are open. And you can now continue your day. And you can do this meditation several times a day. It's okay. I'm Helena Steiner Hornstein, and I'm here in Florida, United States, speaking to you wherever you are. And I wish you all a very happy holiday time, and I wish you also a wonderful new year. I will speak to you in a few weeks. But in the meantime, have a super great holiday, Christmas or whatever celebration you may have in your culture. As long as you just know that it's, we are meant to be happy. Yeah, we are meant to be happy. That's the way we were created. That's why you, you feel good when you're happy. It's that simple. <laughs> very, very easy. It's no brainer. You just know that something that makes you feel happy and good, of course. It's good. It's good for your health. It's good for your happiness. So, again, it's Helena Steiner Hornstein. Come and see me sometime. I do sessions over Skype and over the telephone. They are channeled and they are for you alone. I don't share them with thousands of people as I would have done if we now did it over there over the show. So you I'm here and you can find me at my on my email address 
Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com. Dr. Helena, my name, Info, short for information, at yahoo.com. Drop me a note or go to my website, speakingtoyourheart.com. Thank you and be good. Thank you again. Have a great day.